What's up, guys? Welcome to the Coast to Coast Podcast. I'm Mike Corzemba here with... Christopher London, a.k.a. LSK. What's good, everybody? Uh, I'm not I'm not feeling too well right now. Dude, you sound you sound pretty down. I'm I'm just not happy. How how are you feeling? I mean, my feeling is expected. Yeah. You know, I am pretty uh disappointed. Uh, I'm not too beat up though because you know, there's only so much you can do. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and we'll get into that today. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, today, guys, like what we've normally been doing is, you know, talking about some personal stuff beforehand and then jumping into the NBA topic. But, I mean, we're new to the podcast game. And in the first two yeah. podcasts, we kind of you let the NBA stuff slip. Like we talked for so long about other stuff. And there have been some comments saying, you know, start the NBA stuff first. And this is the uh-huh. perfect opportunity to do that because okay. let's just talk about the NBA finals. Oh, yeah. So, um, first things first, man. You know, I think LeBron has been playing phenomenal. And I said this today on Twitter. I was like, you know, it's crazy to think that, like, 33 points, I don't know how many rebounds, basically a 33-point triple-double is a, in my opinion, it was a bad game for LeBron. And that's only because of the team he's going up against. And then it's like, ha- like I don't know, man. The way I, I was watching him play, it just didn't seem. It wasn't good. It wasn't. It was. It was kind of hard to watch. Um, you know, the Warriors are a great team, so LeBron wasn't really able to do what he could do. But I also feel like I'm probably gonna get a lot of shit for this, but I think like the officiating it doesn't let lebron do what he's capable of doing so it's almost as if lebron's kind of at a point where he's like fuck this like i i like i'm over it like i could just his body language to me it just seems like he's over the finals like he's over this series it's just like whatever to him he's just doing whatever and it it's kind of hard to watch honestly I mean, I think the officiating the first two games is like was so called into question that people were saying, "Is this rigged?" Yeah. Uh, this game, not so much. Uh, I have the box score here. I guess I'll pull up the fouls: twenty for the Warriors, eighteen <coughs> for the Cavs. Nothing like too crazy. I wasn't like questioning the calls that much throughout the game. Well, my as thing, much. My point wasn't like the officiating, like oh, this is rigged. I'm saying. The way LeBron plays, man, like when he drives, it like he doesn't get all the calls. Like Durant, Durant just fucking drives and he's getting he goes to the line every time, you know. But because LeBron is so strong and so big, it just doesn't look like he's really getting hit on every drive. But dude, it is every single drive. Like if it was anybody else, they'd probably go flying. And it's just like it's frustrating to watch, dude. I don't think that's really anything new for LeBron, though. I mean. I think like Shaq had the same problem where it was just Shaq yeah. was so unmovable that people were hitting him. He's not moving, and he should have but, made more free throws. But don't you think like if they were calling it, they would have to play defensively differently, and like that would make the game I feel like just more entertaining to watch. I don't know. It's just, I, I guess that's a yeah. Different I mean, I don't want to make too many excuses for LeBron in this game, especially. Uh, I feel like you know the t- I feel like the team played pretty well for yeah, considering. But then you got Kevin Durant. Yeah. All right. So like one, 
we'll get into Kevin Durant. We will 100% get into Kevin Durant in a second. But two, I mean, like, it's not like LeBron took over the game at the end and dominated and won this game. And he had a chance to. I mean, I pulled up the play-by-play right here. All right, so 542 left. LeBron, bad pass. Kevin Durant, steal. Yeah. Then 503, LeBron James, missed layup. Then going down, he got fouled, made two free throws. And mm-hmm. then he took that, he missed a layup, 212. And then he also missed that like 30 foot bomb. Yeah. That just was just, I don't know why he near. shot that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like he tried to hero ball it at the end, which of course he's going to do. He's LeBron James. And it just didn't work this time. Yeah. I mean, he made that one huge three that cut it to one. But. Yeah, Their defense the Warriors, was awful, though, bro. Like, the Cavs' defense is just so, I, like... There's their NBA Finals team, and the fact that, like, how many wide-open layups they give up, is it's just ridiculous. Like, dude, it, it's I get it, like, where they're coming from. Like, oh, you know, like, guard the perimeter heavy. But it's, like, there's certain lineups in there where it's, like, not necessary. And then you got guys like Iguodala just like dunking on people easily when he's hurt like he's already missed yeah. he's off his steps so how is he able to just do that and then jordan bell having a you know career night it's like that should say something like why are there no adjustments and make if the if the guys that are making shots aren't making shots why the fuck are they playing up so much you know it's I mean, just like I, that who, just comes down i guess to coaching because exactly That's, like where that, would you rank Ty Lu as a coach in the nba in the NBA, yeah, I, like, I mean, where, one of the worst at the bottom. Exactly. So it's just like, where is he working after LeBron leaves? Nowhere. I don't even. I think he's one of the worst Cavalier coaches. I don't get why people. There's even headlines that he doesn't get enough credit for what he did. Like, so what no, that he yeah. he talks back to LeBron? Like that doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah. Like okay, cool. <laughs> Agreed. LeBron I mean, doesn't yeah. bitch you, but like I I I mean I can see you know how that's working out. <laughs> It really is ridiculous that the Warriors have Jordan Bell on their team to begin with because they just mm-hmm. bought him from the Bulls. Like, yeah. just bought his rights. The Bulls drafted him and then sold him for money. So, like, is every team in the NBA trying to help the Warriors? Like, how, how does that even happen? Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I mean, Iggy was massive, especially at the end. Came up huge. Yeah. I don't think Livingston's missed a wide-open mid-range jumper yet. In his in life. <laughs> in his life Sean Livingston just that mid-range jumper like he just has it down like yeah, he's he's tall point guard he just rises up and just makes it every single got time got blocked once and that was it yeah I mean it's rough before we hey get what into, about uh, what about Rodney Hood though he, I was gonna say yeah. I was gonna say yeah. before we get into KD and all that I mean shout out to Rodney Hood shout out to he was in the media just a few days ago saying that these were the first uh, DNPs he's ever had in his career. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, the man stepped up, shot 7 As for 11, should. 15 points, uh, was was aggressive too. Yeah. Like, that's It's not like LeBron was setting him setting him up or anything like that. It was, he was he out his there own shot. looking for his own shot, trying to prove himself and did yeah. it. So, I don't I mean, know why they didn't go. I feel like LeBron should have probably kept going to him and then kind of followed up off of him. You know, like... Well, uh, yeah, at the, I mean, at the end of the game, it was just, you know, LeBron put the ball in his hands and tried to create. Yeah. And it just, the offense stalled. It's, it was just that simple. Yeah. I mean, you saw in the beginning of the game way more ball movement and they were killing it. And the Cavs were crashing the boards so 
strongly in the beginning of the game and yeah, I, I don't thought know they really had a there. chance with like, that. Like why is Curry getting rebounds? Like I was right. watching the end of the How game did, and like Curry legit looked like an NBA my player out yeah. there grabbing that rebound. Like out of yeah. nowhere, he, he grabbed was as it high over as LeBron. LeBron at one point. LeBron uh, tried to LeBron yeah. tried his hardest to get that rebound and somehow Steph Curry's up there grabbing that. I mean, I got to give props to Curry. He's to an under he's an underrated rebounder, I feel like, but oh, yeah. it's just like weird. It's like so how? I I don't know. I really yeah. don't know how he gets that rebound, but I mean, yeah, what can you say other than that was just amazing. Mm-hmm. People hating on Curry at halftime for two points. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if that was LeBron, you know, when you're the Warriors, it's like, it's different. It's just go to the hot hand, whoever's killing it, keep giving them, giving them the ball. And Kevin Durant, what just put on like, must be nice. Yeah. uh, I mean, like being realistic, he just put on one of the best finals performances of the last, like probably 20 years, 15 years. Yeah. Uh, Came up massive during the clutch. Never. Never really slowed down, was just doing it all game. But yeah. it's just like, I mean, 43 points, 15 for 23 shooting, 6 yeah. for 9 for 3, 13 rebounds, and 7 assists. Just did everything. Yeah, everything. And yeah. I His like, greatest I, game. That was his greatest game of his career. And I can't appreciate it at all. I know. That's the sad thing about it. You know, it's like. It's a sad truth. <sighs> yeah. So like, all right. So how do how do you beat a, how do you beat a team like that? Um, I just I just think it all comes down to you don't. <laughs> I, I I say we get into that like like after we just talk about Kevin Durant real quick. All right. So or maybe not even real quick, but so when everyone, all right, a player's legacy is defined by the fans that watch them at the time, right? Yeah. So like you have guys, like even I mean Bill Russell, Wilt, and people talking about them and hyping them up no one was saying like bill russell sold no one was saying uh, wilt chamberlain i mean wilt chamberlain that might be a whole different story but yeah no one was saying no one really says things like that you know larry bird magic johnson all of their fans are just such huge supporters of them and the nba in general and everyone loved those guys and that's why their legacy hangs on so strongly michael jordan uh, he has, he still has one of the biggest fan bases out of like even current NBA players, and that's how a legacy continues. Everyone that was a fan of them at the time and watched the games, being able to be like, no, no, like you didn't see Jordan back then. What he did was incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, Golden State Warrior fans love Kevin Durant. That's one out of thirty teams. Does anyone else like him? Like like him. <laughs> I mean, not, not love him, not like, I'm not even saying have a poster of Kevin Durant in your bedroom. I'm just saying, like, who loves Kevin Durant right now? I used to. I used yeah. to love Kevin Durant. Yeah. Was, I mean, a lot of people my favorite used player. to. A lot of people used to. And now, though, it's just, like, it really is just, what are we going to say 20 years from now when it's... I mean, what are the Warriors even... What's going to even happen? How many championships are they going to get to in a row? How many more are they going to win? Their core set. They have nothing to do. Clay's like, yeah, I'll take less money. I don't care. I'm chilling. Like, <laughs> I mean, they're good. And they keep getting guys. Like, they yeah. just got Jordan Bell. You know? And no one knew that. Nick, no, Nick yeah. Young, who didn't do anything this game, but throughout the playoffs has been draining threes. Yeah. Got David West. They've got... They just get guys like that. Mm-hmm. And... 
I mean, they they even got one of the guys they got this year, Omri Caspi, just didn't work out. But they'll get two new they'll get two new guys next year, and I'm sure one of them will work out, and I'm sure one of them will be doing big things in the playoffs because it's just the end of the day. Uh, if you're this good and if you're this loaded, a guy uh, aging veteran is gonna be like, oh, play 16 minutes a night and go get a ring. You know, why not? not exactly a tough sell. So I'd do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, Kevin the crazy Durant, thing is, is like, all right. So we don't really respect Kevin Durant too much, but put in given uh, given the circumstance of your own personal being, would you do it? Would if if it was the option, if there was an option, would you do it? No. You because you, you could he. I would not have done it because. I mean, like, I've had this argument, like, like this has been the argument, and everyone's yeah. saying, like, oh, yeah, I mean, if you were Kevin Durant, you'd do the same thing. I mean, just as a competitor at all? Yeah. No. Like, you could go anywhere. Anywhere else. Anywhere. But, okay, so, any, but. I understand, hmm. Russ. Like, I understand the situation where people are, like. I don't, uh, but to me, all right, to me, my honest opinion, like, all right, let's just say. Like I didn't, I didn't really see a reason to leave the Thunder, right? I do because Russell Westbrook. Well, yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying, given like winning, right? Because like they were one game away from going to the finals, and who knows, they you know could have won that year, right? But like you, you we don't really know behind the scenes, you know, like playing with. I would hate to play. We do, with we do know behind the scenes. Yeah. We do yeah. know Draymond was out there texting him every single night. Come play with us. So that was behind the scenes, apparently. Yeah, it's just, ah, dude. And Russ, like uh, Russ. And, if Russ wasn't and, there, I I would have no reason for there would be no reason for Katie to leave. But then it's like, all right, scratch yeah, the thunder, would, right? Have left. Scratch and the also, thunder. But okay. where where are you gonna go? Like if you if I, the Warriors are giving you an option to make money and you're gonna win, the Celtics. But is like going to the Spurs. Let's be real here, though. A champ- I'm being you- real. Championship, though. You think you're going to win a championship with the Celtics over the Warriors? I mean, you see what Danny Ainge has been doing with the roster that he even had. Nah, they had dude. all those picks. They had it's, everything. It's, maybe they, in like they, a they couple of Kyrie. seasons. They would have got. They, but they dude, had you got to go up. You got to go up against LeBron. I would rather go up against LeBron in the finals than. So Western what you're saying? So what you're saying is that your motivation for leaving. And going, joining the best team, a seventy-three win team. I'm is saying, that you're afra- it, is that you're afraid? It's not afraid. It's just how like, is it not afraid? Because you're saying you have to go up against LeBron, so you're scared because you don't want to go up against LeBron. And that's exactly the whole point that I'm making is that. But dude, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant's not a normal it's, player it, in this. It's situation. not necessarily scared though. It's like it's just a better option. I mean, but. Because why would I like think of the city, right? You got Boston versus Oakland, nice sunny California. I mean, Boston. I agree with I agree with all that, but I'm There's, just saying. I think I think that's also what KD is taking into consideration is the things outside of basketball. Kevin Durant was taking into consideration 100 percent that he wanted to win championships. Yeah, and, and that is the yeah. team to do it. It was there was two things: win championships and get away from Russell Westbrook. Because he was sick of it. It was obvious. Even on the court at the time, they were like, the, the looks he would give Russ. And the, the problem also 
was that him and Russ were not like best friends off the court. They yeah. apparently like they weren't even really boys. Like you know they were friendly. They might have considered each other friends, but mm-hmm. apparent like when it's kind of hard when, to be with friends when KD KD came into the league first, and I was I I've, I've read some things so that when Russ came into the NBA apparently. KD didn't really welcome him as much as you would think that uh, another young player would try to hang out with him. And then the yeah. relationship never really became like two boys. So I like, again, completely understand leaving the Oklahoma City Thunder, especially seeing how, you know, Paul George played with Russ this year. It's just like, yeah, I, like, why, why would you want? Why would you want that? <laughs> and Mello, exactly. Dude. Yeah, it's just yeah. why would you want that? But I mean, you could he could have went anywhere. Actually, I mean, you, I say Boston and San Antonio. He could have went literally anywhere. Could have gone to the Clippers. He could have gone to any single team. Clippers would have been nice with KD. They would have made. They would have made. Any team would have made room for him. So yeah. could have went with LeBron. Could have been like, hey, I want to go to Cleveland, and they would have been. They would have said, okay, we'll do whatever we need to to move everything. So yeah, it's just like yeah, I get it. I mean, obviously, obviously. So, do you think he, do you think he ruined the NBA? Before we get any deeper, we got to give a huge shout out to SeatGeek for sponsoring our podcast. If you're not familiar with SeatGeek, SeatGeek is a ticketing app that makes buying concert tickets, NBA tickets, NFL games really, really easy. Basically, they rate ticket deals zero to 100, zero being bad, 100 being the best deals, and they also color coded them as well, with red being bad deals, yellow being okay, and green being great deals those are the deals you're looking for and if you guys want a discount on your first purchase make sure you use the code coast and also click that link down below in the description if you're watching this on youtube if you're listening just use our code coast to get 20 dollars off your first purchase once again thank you seat geek for sponsoring our podcast and uh let's get right back into it it's just, i mean he didn't ruin the nba but i mean obviously just if you're like Looking at it in terms of pure, where am I going to win the most championships? You're going to go to Golden State. But mm-hmm. let me just make this point. Let it, if you're looking at it, not just in real time, if you're looking at this in terms of where am I going to end up in the top 10 players or the top five players? Because K- KD, it's not like KD thinks he's some like, oh, all-star that's joining the roster. He thinks he's the best... He, I'd have to imagine he thinks he's the best player in the NBA, um, if not the second best. Yeah, and which he is. But. Yeah, and you'd also have to think if you're Kevin Durant that LeBron, when you're making that decision two years ago especially, you're thinking mm-hmm. LeBron's going to slow down, and yeah. you're thinking, I'm up next. I'm the guy. But as soon as he signed that contract with the Golden State Warriors, he made it so that no one's ever going to think like he's the guy. But... It was Steph's team walking in, and even when Durant drops 43 points, we're all like, congrats, dude. You know, you, you joined a 73. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, it. okay, cool. Like, like, and then and you have no pressure. keep in mind, like, we're, we're reacting right now off of uh, incredible, like, you know, career performance by Kevin Durant. Yes. He does it every night. He brings it every night mostly, but this is like his – top right now yeah and he's after in this, the first he's in two games, yeah and after the first two games though everyone was saying steph was going to win finals mvp oh, so yeah, that's that's debatable i mean they were saying it at the time and well yeah now i mean <laughs> kevin durant's gotta debatable. be the favorite 
But Steph, game two, if we were talking about this, he's coming off an NBA Finals record for threes made in a game. And we're not talking about KD as the alpha dog. We're talking about Steph. And Durant put himself in that position. Mm-hmm. Like, he willingly put himself in a position where, looking back at it, the alpha dog of that team will be unclear if not it's Steph. Because yeah. even when Kevin Durant plays the best on the court, it's still Steph's team. Like, it's he joined the Warriors, and it's Steph's team. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So, would if, let's say, hypothetically speaking, they, they win a chip here. Durant's got two chips, and then he goes back to, like, let's say, the Thunder, right? Or, you know, another team. I would, and just I would has, hate that so much. Or just any team, any other team, and just flat out, you know, balls out. Does is his legacy just completely ruined by? No, I think actually. I mean, I think at that point, you know, he has the chance to completely redeem himself. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, if he did that, everyone would respect him, and be like, okay, Kevin Durant got his rings, and now he's trying to do it by himself, or yeah. at least not by himself, but as the top guy. I yeah. just don't think that's gonna happen. So he could he could kind of pull like a LeBron esque route where he wins a couple chips with you know a quote unquote you know he could God squad, then goes home to OKC, you know, um, or to Washington. Dude, or... what if what if like what would be crazy is if you know he stays with the Warriors and then Seattle gets a team that would then, that would be and then he goes to seattle and that would be that little. would be a disney movie that would, <laughs> seems seems a little unrealistic oh uh, man that'd be lit, i mean but. i like hey all I'm, I'm gonna say is i just want to put it out there like I, I i respect katie's game you know it's just hard to appreciate no it i respect his game so much he's just he's incredible yeah. He's unstoppable. It's just that's, hard to be like, oh my god, dude, did you see That's like, the problem, just... though. That's the thing. Like, I not, yeah, like, I've been, something like, but I've been thrown out, you know, Kevin Durant hate, but the reason for all that hate is just he's such a good player that mm-hmm. you wish things worked out differently, and you yeah. wish that you, that I wish at least that I could appreciate that greatness a little more, and not every single time he does something be like, all right, Kevin Durant, congrats. Yeah. And and uh, he also ruined the Warriors for me, too, because the Warriors, before the 73 win game season, when they started getting a ton of hate, were yeah. America's team, basically. Like, ev- yeah. everyone loved them. Actually, that's a good point, too, because, like, looking back, before they acquired, like, Kevin Durant, like, it's like, oh, you got to give props to the Warriors because, like, they're just that, that team. They drafted these guys. They put this team together, and they're just balling. Like, they're... Like Steph's and, playing and, out of his mind, but then you add fucking KD. It's a different. It's like and you can't and you obviously you can't blame the Warriors at yeah. all for making oh, that yeah. decision. If they could sign LeBron right now, they'd do it. They, I was like, thinking about this while I was at game. Uh, I went to game two, and I'm just mm-hmm. thinking like, man, I wonder what life is like as like a genuine Warriors fan. Like you're an OG Warriors fan. Like I'm talking like Jason Richardson when they were just like bad like gilbert arenas og like that if you were a fan from then into now like how exciting and like thrilled you are just being like a part of that you know it's i mean it's gotta be amazing 
But yeah. it also has to be uh, – so obviously your team's the best, and so every night yeah. you're watching the best. But it like also it, has to be pretty annoying because mm-hmm. of people like us who right yeah. now are just hating <laughs> on them. Discredits. But, but that's the thing, though. I, I, that's what – that's the situation they put themselves in. Mm. And the Warriors fans didn't do anything. You can't do anything as a fan, obviously. You just support your team, hope they make the right moves. But – Imagine how many people are 22 years old and grew up there. They were eight years old watching the Warriors. And now as a 22 year old or something, they're at college and everyone's like, oh yeah, you like the Warriors. Like when did you start, when you start liking them three years ago? Yeah. Nobody, nobody believes you. Mm. So, so yeah. what do you think? Like, I, I just find this kind of crazy. Like back in the day, like when, you know, when the Lakers tried to do this. And the it commissioner failed horribly. Had, it just failed, and like I'm just thinking, like, is the NBA gonna continue to do this? Because I feel like watching the Cavs and the Warriors every other year, it's just kind of like, bro. Yeah, something. And, I mean, something needs to be like you. I, we could have sat here when we first thought of the podcast and been like, we knew who was gonna be in the finals. We knew what the outcome. Charles Barkley said be. it. Yeah, Charles Barkley said. Which in is the beginning why, of, in the beginning of the season he said, "I have to sit here and pretend that this isn't going to be a Cavs Warriors finals at the end of the day." Yeah, and then it was a Cavs Warriors finals. So, and pretty, we all had to, we all have that's to. That's why and I pretend. just like the regular. Even the Rockets, they so give us so long, dude. It's yeah, so long, and it's just like, as I personally don't like watching regular season. There's casual like regular season games just because like one players don't really like really try I, I don't know it i mean the me thing shit, they've been trying a lot a lot harder now that social media is a thing true but it's like i feel like those players that are just have already established like they, they kind of just coast but i mean you kind of have to coast with to survive 82 oh, yeah, games of course. but i mean lebron lebron's not playing defense yeah but that's then the he's thing, playing man. 40 like, minutes a game it's uh, i i don't get excited about nba basketball until around this time like nba playoffs well, yeah, yeah so i mean lit. exactly it's a coast and yeah. especially after the all-star break it's just nowhere near as fun there's no real yeah. exciting playoff races i mean uh or, luckily, is that because luckily, of super teams or do you think it's just like the way oh, yeah, like no it's definitely because of super teams because we've just got teams like but don't you feel like it also has to do with like the team's marketing? Like I just feel like some GMs are just dumb. Like they just don't know what they're doing. And well, then also we're just like we're in an era right now of either all in or all out. So once so the be, the beginning of the season is obviously very exciting. We get to watch all the yeah. new rookies. We get to watch all just the new players on new teams. But then once you hit the fifty game mark. We have all of the tanking teams just stop trying completely. So they're just suddenly, if they're not trying, and if you're watching regular season games as a fan on League Pass or something, suddenly like 10 of the teams are just trotting out randoms just so that they can get the loss. And And then by that 50, 60 game mark, you have the teams like the Warriors and the Rockets who have established themselves in the standings and aren't get, they're not trying to get injured. Yeah. So, but like that's that's not exactly that's just a combination of a lot of things. Yeah. This combination of pop resting all of the Spurs and you know making that a real trend in the NBA and now everyone really tries to do that. 
That's a combination of the super teams just taking control. And that's a combination of blatant tanking. Because <laughs> tanking wasn't always a thing. I mean, it, there were a few teams that would tank. You know, the... Well, in uh, sports in general, tanking's been a thing. Yeah, so it's I been a like, thing, yeah. but it hasn't been as much of a thing to the point where a lot of people are now trying to figure I out think, how to didn't get they, rid of it. Yeah, aren't, isn't the NBA like adding more and more things to where teams can't quote-unquote tank anymore? Well, next they season, they're already changing the odds of yeah. the lottery so that it's more of um, it's more spread out throughout uh, the rest of the lottery teams. I'm not exactly sure what the odds are, but it's more spread out. So it's more if you get if you're getting like the one, two or three odds, it's not as amazing as it would be right now. But I mean, speaking of uh, draft odds, did you see what uh, Aiton said? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I one, I love that confidence. But two, you have to think that the Suns, I, I think the Suns probably just told him we're drafting you. Yeah. I, that has I, to be it because that's a really ballsy statement. If you guys don't I mean, know, what, dude. I mean, it's, yeah, but if you guys don't I, know what he's talking about, uh, DeAndre Aiden quote said, "Let me find it." I'm not working out with any other team. I worked out. Yes, yeah, I'm good. DeAndre Aiden, I'm working out for other teams. No one else. I know I'm going number one. So, I mean, he knows he's going number one. It's not. That, you could read that statement two ways, too. You could say, like, yeah. he's so confident in himself or that the Suns just told him, well, hey, you're going number one. No, nah, it's definitely Especially if he's confident. not working out for other teams. That that has to be the Suns just told him we're taking you. I think it's definitely the confidence thing because I saw another quote, too, like saying how he's, quote, setting um, the NBA's never seen a player like me. And he said yeah, quotes like but that. He, he, he literally, that quote, the no one else, I know I'm going number one, was at the Suns. Like, he was at the Suns press conference. Yeah. So unless he's setting himself up to be the biggest meme of the draft, uh, you have that to think crazy. that his agent got a promise and they said, because that happens all the time. I mean, yeah. agents promise and just say, you know, we're taking this guy number one. Mm-hmm. So, but man, it's the Warriors. All right, so let's transition into where we think LeBron is going. What does he got to do to compete with well, the Warriors? All right, so let's lay out the options, right? So I was thinking about this on my way home from game two. You know, after just that game was, I'm not going to lie, it was, it was boring to watch. Um, yeah. And I was thinking, okay, what it, like, LeBron is not staying. There's no way in hell. What, no what does he need to stay for? He's got his chip in his city. He's done everything he's, he can for the city of Cleveland. There's no they reason. Can't, they're not getting, like, Paul George or someone isn't Yeah, there so. doesn't, I wouldn't, like, just just start first, right, please. Quick, <laughs> quick side note, quick side note. All right, where would you rank Kevin Love as a player in the NBA? Like, just a ballpark number. Ballpark? Dude, off the off the head, I would say... he's their number two guy, and he's supposed to be the number two guy. On a championship contender. It, it's crazy because he's, he's been inconsistent, but I feel like... Incredibly it, inconsistent, like with these finals. I mean, two. ballpark, no-brainer, I think top 50. Top 50? <laughs> of course he's top 50. <laughs> but that's the that's the disrespect, though. Exactly. I don't, it's not even disrespect. I, I, like... That was disrespect, but and just in general though, it's yeah, it's. I like, mean, no brainer, top fifty. I, I'm not gonna say he's like top twenty because I could name twenty play, 
play That's what better, I'm saying. And LeBron, you can't blame LeBron right now. He doesn't even have a top 20 guy. I don't know how the Cavs managed to do this. I, I can Cavs... tell you the, the Warriors got top 20, four, four players in the top 20. Exactly. Like, would you rather <laughs> have Draymond or Kevin Love? And I'd rather have Draymond. Would I rather have Clay or Kevin Love? And I'd rather have Clay. This is uh, the finals we're watching. Somehow the Warriors have four guys I'd rather have than the number two guy with two MVPs on their team. Yeah. Hey, man. But, uh. Um, two MVPs, arguably, not even arguably, like top five shooter of all time in Clay Thompson, and a defensive player of the year. It's amazing. And Andre Iguodala, just casually. You know, finals MVP. Like, one of the greatest role players in the NBA today. Mm-hmm. Would start on almost any team. Well, uh, he'd start on a lot of teams. Maybe he'd, he'd start, start on, on a lot of teams. He would, but like his, uh, I don't think would he, he would start on the Cavs. The See, the thing is, he can start, but like I just don't think the way he plays. It he'd be makes taking sense. Jeff Green's minutes. Yeah, he would, he would start, but that's yeah. the Cavaliers. They're not. <laughs> That's the Cavaliers, the team the NBA has in the finals right now. It is ridiculous what we're watching. Ridiculous. Well, all right. That's so, the fifth guy. So who is, Cle- who is Cleveland's third guy? Cleveland's it, like, it, third it just guy. changes every night. You have no idea. Some nights, you know, Tristan Thompson actually wakes up and mm. re- remembers he isn't only on a reality show and should be in an NBA court. Uh, sometimes George Hill remembers that $20 million a year means you're supposed to play a little basketball. He's getting uh, 20 mil right now? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Sometimes Kyle Corver can't really blame him. I mean, he's going to have his days. He's going to have his off days. He's 37. Dude, I don't. He's awful. JR depends uh, how many bowls he smokes before the game. If it's over under seven, maybe he'll be able to contribute. I'd say realistically, like, I I think we got to give it to JR as the third, right? I I mean, if that's the third, the whole season right now. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. That's where they're at. I mean, that's why I'm just like, I'm just like, dude, what? Cav- everyone's saying like the Cavs aren't that bad. Like, say it out loud. Who they have and who their they're, second, third best they're just, player. They're filled with. They're fi- there is no third best player. I'm just gonna say no one. I'm gonna say yeah. LeBron is one through five. Kevin Love six, and then no one. It's well, just I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, this, just look George at the stat Hill, category what leaders. To George Hill. George Hill's thirty one. George Hill's two years younger than LeBron. He when he was on the Pacers. He was doing work against the Heat. Yeah. D- does he? Did he just not practice? Is is that I what think, happened? I, I really think I'm starting to believe that LeBron's pressure really, really gets to players these days. Uh, the greater, uh, we talked about we talked about that like that. The greater he I, gets, last time, the harder it is to you know work around because you don't want to. Like, I think you're afraid to let him down. Yeah. I really think that's a thing. And I'm still not confident that not Kevin even, Love is not, not afraid, to, afraid let to let him him like personally LeBron down, but just like look bad around LeBron, you know? Yeah. Like I think just you, because everyone's game. gonna blame you. Yeah. Because and that that must suck. Yeah. 
And like it's, that's that sucks for LeBron too because he's just doing his thing. Like because no one's saying great. right now, like no one's saying LeBron, hey, uh, you know you're you're choking, you're selling right now, you suck. No one's saying that. And we're not saying that. All anyone's talking about is Kevin Love is not a number two option on a championship team, and that's obvious. And that the role players are just the most inconsistent players in the world. Meanwhile, the Warriors role players step up every single game. They do. Different That's guys, too. Team. JaVale's out here just throwing down dunk after dunk. Uh, and I think that, that comes down to coaching, man. When you got guys oh, absolutely. that aren't necessarily as talented as the next guy, but they're out there showing and you know being efficient on the court, that is all comes down to the system. That's, what, that's why... Well, I, I, I got to transition. I got to transition. I'm, I'm, all right, I'm, I'm waiting. All right. all right. I think the next team for LeBron is the San Antonio Spurs. I mean, I'd love it. And here's why. Because, you know, LeBron's recently stated that he wants to, like, at the end of his career, when the peak starts to go down, all right, it's still going up. He's going to be, you know, a spot. He wants to be a spot-up shooter, right? Did you, you heard that? You saw that quote when he's talking okay. about that. Yeah, and I think he easier, has to, easy, way easier said than done. We'll see. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But that requires a good system, right? And a well-coached team. I feel like because he can't do that on the Cavs. <laughs> they already stand around like they. they he's not. He's not staying with Cavs. We don't even need to talk about that. That's just that's yeah. just not happening. So I'm thinking, you know, you get Coach Pop, and he could literally take anybody. He could grab people you know in another country to say hey come play for my team he'll he'll do he'll get them doing what they need to do he'll put lebron in the right spots have them open probably every play and then just it's just clockwork basically like they're doing think of the team right now and then like the pace lebron is playing like sometimes i watch him and it actually triggers me how he plays like he he always has his back to the basket and then he just does this little post up cl- just dribbles out the clock and it confuses me at times like what the fuck kind of offense is this shit just imagine if they're running an actual set and people are just standing around it's a semi russell westbrook offense yeah it is and i'm just in that that's literally just coaching you can't sit there and tell me it's all lebron he chooses like at the end of the day yeah he chooses to do that but if a good coach isn't gonna just allow that and then, also, he's not going to allow his players to just stand around, do some cuts, get open, like, do something. Oh, absolutely. And that's I, where the Spurs excel, and they're always moving. And even the even the Warriors, that's why they're open all the time. Clay gets easy points. And well, yeah, it's Steve just, Kerr has the ultimate respect of them all. And, I mean, oh, Steve dude. Kerr arguably is, I mean, he's probably the most underrated coach in the NBA, I feel like, because yeah. everyone just says, you know, he's got all the talent. Well, look at yeah. how they play still. Look at how yeah. everyone steps up. Look at look at the effort they're giving at all times. I mean, yeah, they coast. People were complaining that they were coasting at times during the regular season, and mm-hmm. yeah, because Steve Kerr was like, "I don't want anyone injured." Yeah, it's just it's just obvious, dude. When also, the NBA finals come, we're gonna play. Also, think of this, right? Who's gonna be a free agent this year, right? Or this summer? Paul George, Demarcus. It isn't Chris Paul. Uh, yeah, Chris Paul also. Chris Paul. Kawhi, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not signing Chris Paul. You're not signing Chris Paul with LeBron and Kawhi. How how much money are you paying him? Okay, see, Mike Conley right now is making forty million dollars. 
Okay, so that's where Chris, Chris Paul Paul's got to chill the fuck out. Chris Paul said he wants to. Is he, he get, is, is he gonna? I didn't he say to stay with the Rockets they got to pay him max. So I'm Chris Paul is 33. Okay. Okay. So but but if want, if he if he, LeBron can convince his. if he can convince Chris Paul like hey man you want to win take a little cut and let's get these rings. I imagine. And I mean, if they somehow could get a big like LaMarcus or you know I don't know who the Spurs got right now, but just that's all you need is Chris Paul, Kawhi, and LeBron. Chris Paul could I would, have demanded a trade to the Cavaliers this year. But who? Why? Nobody wants to play in Cleveland. I guess. I mean, but so you think Chris Paul wouldn't want to play in San Antonio with LeBron and Kawhi? I'm not saying he wouldn't want to play. I'm just saying at that point, you're. I don't even know. That's just salary. I, I mean, this isn't even what I was saying, but just salary cap wise in general. That I think that's impossible. I mean, it's actually impossible. Like, okay, you, so all right. Scratch. So to get LeBron, I've got yeah. I've got this pulled up from Reddit. Shout out to Reddit. Okay, even though you hate, you know they hate me. Whatever. Shout out to Reddit. <laughs> um, so we've got how they would uh, acquire LeBron sign and trade, where the Cavs would get Pow, Patty Mills, mm-hmm. Dejounte Murray, Brian Forbes, and Derek White. So basically. I mean, that in itself isn't even the most realistic thing because you're getting yeah. DeJounte Murray, who looks pretty good, pretty good mm-hmm. young guy. But Pau Gasol and Patty Mills are both contracts you don't want. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if LeBron's pulling magic to be able to do that, but that's already hard. That's already hard. Other than that, I like where, where, uh, like how are you getting rid of all of the salary that you're already paying these guys? Hey man, like Aldridge. I've seen, I mean, I've seen I guess teams Aldridge. Clear it out. You, you move Aldridge. Teams cleared it out. You saw what the uh, uh, cleared all that cap space for somebody that didn't even come. Um, was it the Mavericks? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. For, uh, oh, for, I, well, the Ro- the Rockets did too. The Ro- no, the yeah. Rockets. The Rockets. Somebody cleared of, all their cap room, and then the, the guy Rockets got rid of I a think, bunch of salaries for uh, Chris Bosh. The the Kings got rid of a bunch of salaries at one point, I think for like Rondo or something. Mm-hmm. And before no, not Rondo. They got rid of it for somebody and didn't yeah. end up signing him. Uh yeah, I mean it happens, but So then okay. Again, the, easier with, said than done. Without the Spurs, then I my next team would have to be Philly. I would love LeBron on the Spurs with Kawhi if Kawhi's healthy. You got Lamar. Lamar Kawhi's healthy, man. I don't know why people are saying he's healthy. It's just he just he clocked out. That's true. That's true. He's getting his max money. But but also it would be easier. I don't know. It's difficult, but I it would. If LeBron says I want to go to the Spurs, let's figure this out. Then it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. And hey, this could also help the LeBron haters out there in his legacy because he's moving on to the West. I mean, yeah, yeah. There's two things to be said about the Spurs. One is Le- is LeBron gonna be able to check his ego for a coach that's gonna be tell him to, you know, just you have to do what I say because that hasn't happened in quite some time. True. And I don't know if like I don't know if you could go back from that. I'm not sure if he can, but uh, he's. But does LeBron pop- have like a crazy ego like that though? Uh, I'm sure he has the. The most massive ego. 
he thinks he's better than Michael Jordan. Like what? How? How could well, you not have the what craziest is there to ego think ever? That that's just the fact. All right, we'll talk about that in another <laughs> podcast, guys. We were actually gonna talk about what that was supposed to be the topic of today's pod. Is LeBron who's better, LeBron or Michael Jordan? We'll talk about that next video. We we will get into that next podcast. But regardless, yeah. All right. So number one, is he gonna be able to check his ego for that kind of coach? Mm-hmm. I mean, would be great to see. I hope I'd love to see it. Number two, um, I got so caught up in number one that I don't remember number two. So keep going. Um, I, 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 I think um, Philly. I got Philly as a good team. Um, Philly is. I still don't think the, like one of the easiest teams. Yeah, but I, I don't still, think he, I don't think he's going there unless unless Philly like, can somehow manage to get LeBron and Paul George. That's but different because they have the salary they, cap. They don't really need that though. To beat the Warriors? Well, sure, I guess, yeah. I mean, they, Embiid's really good, but is first. I think Covington's if I'm LeBron, a free agent. If I'm LeBron, I'm horrified of Joel Embiid getting hurt. Yeah. He played one one full season. Like, I, I don't want to say like, I don't want to say congrats sarcastically or anything and be like, but it's not like you can have. The utmost oh yeah, I, I see his, what you mean. Like going situation. signing with that what if team. You, what then, if he signs yeah. there? What if he signs there for however long he's going to sign? Yeah. And also, if if I'm LeBron, I'm signing a one year contract from now on. But I'm saying you could have me for one year. Michael Jordan started doing that on the Bulls. He started signing one year contracts every year. Yeah. Uh, if I'm LeBron, I'm doing that. I don't know what the Players Association would say about that because that sets mm-hmm. a very dangerous precedent. But if I'm LeBron, I would try to do that at least. I mean, I think he I can mean, at this point. <laughs> also, Ben Simmons is a light version of LeBron. Yeah, and, that's where I was like, and uh, it's not like, is it going to work? It's not a Dwayne Wade situation where you're playing with a former Finals MVP who is one of the top shooting guards of all time, already established, who is has championship experience and has all this stuff. You're playing with a second-year player and who just was given free reign of the offense and now is going to have to adjust his game completely to LeBron and he can't shoot. It's not like it's not yeah, a situation can't. where Dwayne Wade who's shooting like around, you know, 30% from 3 and but still has a mid-range game. So it's a very but good very that's good where game. LeBron can become the spot-up shooter. Ben Simmons kicks it out back. And so LeBron's just giving the ball to Ben all next season and being like, "Here, Take control. I mean, just, hey, he's trying to play. I don't see like I, they just how trying does to play. Work as well. Maybe not now, but hey, when his son's, he's trying to wait for his son to come in the league. I feel like the Sixers are. If I were ranking, so where, so where, where most where, realistic where, scenarios, I would not. I, I'd say this. All right, without going into four. into I details, I think Paul George should go to the Sixers. I think Paul George should go there. Perfect fit. He is. He is would just fill in for Robert Covington. And it's just a way better version of Robert Covington. Yeah. And well, so the Sixers don't miss a beat. They just add a star player at a position that they already have a similar player at, just worse. That that's if I was a Sixers fan, that's what I would want. So of course, all right, right here, top three teams that you think LeBron makes sense for LeBron to go to without explanation. All right, so go. I mean. Again, if I was ranking them in like what the possibility that LeBron would go to, maybe the 
the Sixers are in there. But if I'm ranking them in where LeBron should go, yeah, I would rank number one Lakers with and in a situation that becomes like the Miami Heat again, mm-hmm. a situation where suddenly it's LeBron, PG, and Demarcus, and Lonzo. or they or they flip any of they've got a bunch of young guys. They've got Lonzo. They've got Kuzma. You know, yeah. they've got Brandon Ingram. They've got a bunch of young guys that they can make trades with. So mm-hmm. they have the trade assets to make things work. So you could add LeBron and PG and then trade for a big man. There, there's things you could do there. So I think if LeBron could potentially mold an entire team that is suddenly a championship contender. And I just remembered my second point. My second point is, is LeBron going to want to go to the West at all? Because... This championship streak that he has of going to the finals yeah. is a big part of his legacy. Is he going to want to possibly give that up and play against a team like the Rockets or, or the Warriors? He, he might have to play against the Rockets in the second round yeah. and then the Warriors right after that. So Yeah, but the but, Rockets are, aren't going to be anything crazy without Chris Paul. I mean, the Rockets are going to keep Chris Paul. Are they? That, that, I mean, I th- I, where else is he going to go? I think they'll keep Chris Paul. I'm, if you're the Rockets, you, you just it just looked like you had a solid chance to beat the Warriors. I'd run it yeah. back. Yeah. I would run it back. But anyway, um, but, so but dude, number one. Also, Clint Capella's going to be, you know, asking. No, yeah, no, they could resign yet. everyone. They'd be fine. Really? All their yeah. all the money? Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna have to pay, but they'll be fine. Oh, okay. uh, I didn't know they had the cap room for yeah. that. No, I mean, they could get LeBron, but if they would have to to get no, LeBron. No, dude, I read that they. To, no, 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 to chance. get LeBron, they'd have to trade, be able to trade Ryan Anderson, which I don't know where they're trading him. They'd have, a lot of picks would have to be involved. They'd have to trade Eric Gordon, and then they would not be able to sign Clint Capella. Yeah. So that's the thing with the Rockets. Suddenly, yeah, you have Chris Paul, and you have James Harden, and you have LeBron, but Clint, Clint Capella was such a massive part of that team. Who yeah. fills that role? And now you have three completely ball-dominant guys throughout their entire careers. I mean, Chris Paul and James Harden made it work, and but three of them? Nope. Especially with LeBron being alpha dog number one yeah, and going to James Harden, who is going to win the MVP, going to his city and being like, all right, you know, give me the ball. <laughs> I don't know. The Rockets, I guess, are in the top three, too, um, for, I guess, most realistic or whatever be very interesting to see what they could do they'd need to get a big man obviously it's the thing is the craziest part about all of this is that it's not obvious where he should go so that's why that's why i think something like a lakers situation or maybe not even the maybe not even the lakers maybe another team uh a team with young assets maybe lebron and two other guys you know team up and form their own big three for the next few years again i could see that happening I also would be so interested to see what happens if LeBron goes to the New Orleans Pelicans. I would love that. Yeah. Unfortunately, apparently... I don't think that's a good The market. only way that could happen is if they traded away with Drew the, way the contracts. Drew Holiday would have to yeah. go. Dude, no. Nah, LeBron can't go to the Pelicans. After going to a Pelicans game... They don't deserve it. And, like, yeah, he's just not good. The New Orleans, like, who who wants to go there? Yeah, that's yeah. a terrible market. Like, no. So, I mean, yeah, me talking through all of this, um, the Rockets would have to not have Clint Capella on their roster anymore. So, that's scary. 
And is LeBron looking at Chris Paul, who keeps getting injured in the playoffs also, uh, is LeBron looking at CP3 and Harden and saying, and Harden, who has not risen up to the occasion, uh, is he looking at those two guys and saying, like, this team's getting me over the top? I don't really think so. Is he looking at the Sixers, who are young and not proven, with another guy who gets hurt all the time and was on a minute restriction this entire year, basically, I don't think that happens, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, again, unless they're they're able to add someone like PG, or if they trade for someone, you know, you got Sarich, you have young guys that you can make trades with to get someone else. So that, that would be a possibility I would see with the Sixers if they did, you know, the Cavs. LeBron wasn't going back to the Cavs unless they were able to trade Andrew Wiggins for Kevin Love. That's why he went. He wouldn't have gone if it was just Kyrie. Yeah. Uh, and... So there's that. I mean, Spurs, again, is he going to be able to play with Pop? Not sure. And, yeah. I mean, All right. I think uh, we're, uh, we we got to roll to the Twitters. Okay, guys. So that that's our conversation on where LeBron might go and the whole NBA Finals and the sadness that it brings me. Um, yeah. Yeah. I did ask you guys on Twitter at Mike Coors. What's your Twitter? Plug it. I am Chris London. At I am Chris London. So I asked on Twitter though personally. I told you guys to DM me any problems you might be having because I asked for questions before and like I kind of wanted questions like this and no one was really giving me them. Everyone was just asking things like how'd you start YouTube and stuff. So I want to be. I want us to you know advise the youth with our knowledge. Whatever that might be, as uh, two YouTubers. Okay. So, all right. So, I've got one right here. I said I was going to keep this anonymous. You guys could actually email at c2cpodcast at gmail.com. Do that from now. c2cpodcast at gmail.com. Email me any problems like this. If you want to remain anonymous, just tell me in the email. We're going to keep all these anonymous. So, we've got... Okay, bro. So I've been having this crush on this girl for the longest time. She just got out of a pretty bad relationship a couple months ago. Me and her have been have always been really close friends. One of her best friends told me that she knows that I like her, so now I'm stuck and don't know what to do. One of my friends told me to open up to her and told her and tell her how I feel, but I'm a, but I'm afraid that she's not going to feel the same way. What should I do? What would you do? Um, so it's also more... guys include ages. We need to ages are very, well, know, this sounds like high school. It sounds like high school, yeah. but <laughs> tell us ages in the future. Um, I mean, I think you're afraid of rejection, which everybody in their right mind is sometimes most of the time until you just, you know, yeah. you get rejected enough. It's, you know, it's none, but, um, yeah. I think you, you should just straight up just kind of like not necessarily say how you feel but just show it you know because girls unless she's just dumb if you're showing that you actually well it says that she she, it says one of her best one of her best friends yeah one of the girls it's also his best friend told said that she knows that i like her oh okay so she knows his friends told me to open up to her so two different friends here 
Talk. Okay, well, I mean, you don't you don't really even got to open up. If you guys are like if she doesn't know you and like you guys don't even converse, then this is that's another it's going to be a little more complicated, but if you guys are already cool, then I would just try to like hang out with her more. And when you are hanging out, just be more out there, just be more open and uh see how she reacts. Also, if like you come on to her and she's kind of like giving you signs that she's not interested take that into consideration and just say hey you know let's go out to eat let's go on a date if she rejects you then then that's when you move on just go on a date if she says yes to the date i don't care if it's a you wouldn't it's just a movie like a little small date she is interested dude and you just gotta keep going yeah i mean i would even i'd even go further than that i would say uh it it's Feels like our boy has just, you know, one girl in his mind right now. Yeah. Okay. And I don't think he's going to necessarily either move on unless he gets an answer here in a situation. So, yeah, I would just. Well, I the mean, answer. Well, the thing's kind of vague, though. I, I don't know, like, if they yeah, hung out the or details. if you know well, it her. Says, it says that. No. So, uh, me and her have always been really close and really good friends. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. yeah. You just yeah. be like, so, take but, her out. Take I mean, her out on somewhere that isn't necessarily like a buddy buddy. You place. have to, yeah. What? So what? Yeah. What I would do is I would ask her on a one on one, hang out, anything. Yeah. But yeah, go go out, go grab some food. Uh, I I always am not the biggest fan of movies for like a first date situation, just because. I think you should be able to like do things like talk. Yeah. I mean, if you're I go into the movies and then you're gonna feel pressure, you're, you're gonna be sitting there like, you know, should I be like holding her hand or something? I don't. I I do not like the movies. I actually my first date ever was at a movie. We could get into that in, on another <laughs> podcast because we don't have time. But the I, move, not the a, move is not a, a, a movie and then some to eat after. That's I, that's. I think even just ask her just something simple like just go get food, you know, by yourself, and. If she says yes to that, then I think she's interested too because she knows that you're into her. So, again, yeah, like you said, just you know, ask her to do something. Just it's one all one. about it's all about your actions. If you're but, like, but if she says no to that, then you know you got to take that as a sign where she's yeah. not into it, which is going to be tough because you're apparently friends with her. Because, dude, think about it this way, bro. This is why you don't have to be, like, direct saying, hey, I'm into you. I like you. Do you like me? Because she already knows you do. So you saying, like, hey, let's go out. To, just me and you. Just me and you. Let's go out. If she's, like, all all open for that, then she's down. She knows what you're doing. She yeah. knows you're, like, like, that you like her. Yeah. All right. I like these. I like these. Okay. Let's find another one. All right, guys. We're This is going to be our last tweet that we answer make sure you guys dm mike so we can get more for the next episode and if you guys want this to be like a longer segment in the podcast just comment down below and we'll be sure to do that mostly we just you know go on and on about yeah, basketball we, yeah. we like to ramble but we could also ramble some advice um yeah so we could we could do more than two if you guys want and we could do some shorter ones definitely oh yeah depending on what you guys think but these are good though because they're it's something that most people go through so um, again, anonymous, we'll say, but <laughs> this one starts with, I love you, Mike. Thanks. Uh, been here since 20K. My ex-girlfriend broke up with me a month ago after two years of dating. 
I'm mm. finally starting to get over it and realize it's not the end of the world. Any advice on how to stay positive when you're at your lowest of lows? Um, Have you my, ever been dumped? Yeah, I, I've been dumped, but honestly, I don't really count like my past relationships because they never really lasted longer than two months. So, okay. the, so I the guess, relationship I guess, uh, I'm in now, I, I consider like my actual first real relationship and that's going really well. Uh, but right, so, so already, um, just, you know, kind of shitting on this kid. You're like, all right. So I understand that you were just dumped, but I'm in an amazing relationship. Um, well, no, anyway. no, no. I, I was, I wasn't shitting on it. I'm just saying like, <laughs> You know, uh, let me get, all right. All right. Well, you threw me off there. I wasn't trying to shit on you, dude. All right. So basically we've all had our low points. I've had my low points. If you guys know my story, I've been in the shitter a lot. And a thing that helped me, uh, I think this is the best advice is, uh, try to do things that would cheer someone else up. Because when you do acts of like putting out to the world of like making someone smile, eventually like you're going to smile too. And I feel like what you give put in, you get out as well. So I always just try to make jokes, be funny, uh, be surrounded, surround yourself, please, please surround yourself with friends that are going to lift you yes. up and make yes, you laugh. Definitely. Um, because I, that's and the family. biggest thing. Yeah. Family. Uh, it could just be one friend, dude. One friend, two friends, it doesn't matter. If it, if you playing video games, you know, and your online friends is what makes you happy, just get online. Um, that's a thing now. Like before, you know, we had to go outside, but now like I've, I'm used to just, all my friends pretty much I've met on the internet. So as weird as that sounds, that's the reality. All right, wait, uh, let me hop onto this while I remember. Yeah. Right. Okay, so first of all, um, my name is Mike Korzemba. I, I have been dumped by an actual relationship uh -huh. that was uh uh basically we it was around like 10 months unofficially like more like eight or something officially i don't know it was in college i was 20 and yeah definitely at the end of the i was like ruined by it at the time if you ask any of my friends it was bad wait wait uh, wait 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 dude i gotta cut in dude i gotta cut yeah. in how yeah. what do you mean by 10 months unofficial so well, no, no, I mean, all right. So like, I'm saying, we were hooking up for. Like, oh, okay, okay. We were all hooking right. up though, like exclusively. Okay, okay. Like since we started hooking up, we had never hooked up with another person. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, it's just a great uh reminder of, I don't even want to. I don't want to sound kind of, I don't know. Just don't get needy. Just don't get needy yeah. in a relationship. The the person that I became as a relationship went on was just not who I was to begin with. And I started, you know, wanting more and more time with her. Mm -hmm. And then that just is only gonna push someone away. We weren't right for each other anyway, regardless. Yeah. This was years ago, regardless, I was ruined at the time. Mm -hmm. And it really sucked. But what Chris said rings really true with, you gotta surround yourself with your family and your friends because if what when you're with a girl when you're dating a girl a lot of times especially in the beginning you get really caught up especially if it's your first girlfriend oh, you get yeah. really caught up in that girl is suddenly like your whole world mm -hmm. and suddenly you start you stop hanging out with your friends as much you stop you know you know 
caring about talking with them as much because you're all into this girl, which is not healthy. It's great to it's definitely normal though. It's definitely yeah, normal. Yeah, but it's definitely normal. It's definitely normal. And when you come out of that though, you'll see that that girl can become your best friend in mm -hmm. that time period, but also she can go away. She is someone that one day she's your best friend and one day she's your girlfriend and one day you guys are saying you love each other and you talk all the time on the phone and you text every single day and then suddenly things go wrong and that person is just not there at all and never will be there again. Yeah. And that's just a huge reminder that the people that are there for you are your family and your boys mm -hmm. because those guys are gonna be there for you when all of this happens and those guys aren't going away unless something you know really dramatic happens where I don't know your friends screws you over or something but regardless I mean most of the time your close friends are gonna be your close friends for a long time yeah and yeah hang out with your friends I'm sure you're gonna talk about her if they're good friends, they'll listen and they'll just, you know, let you talk it out. And also just, yeah, don't become a loner and do the things that you like. Don't change what you're doing in your life, like what your routine was, what your goals are, everything because of her. Try mm -hmm. to just continue living your life. Try to just, just, just I mean, better yourself, really. Yeah. And yeah, better yourself. Exactly. You know, focus on individual goals and just focus on having fun with the people that you care about. And you're not going to get over her right away. Yeah. You just said that it, just after a month, you realize it's not the end of the world. I'm sure you still think about her. I'm sure mm -hmm. it still sucks. And still That's hurts. where you, you know, go out, go out uh, to little yeah, parties. If, if, Com yeah, just if, socialize. If you're at like, that point, yeah. I feel like it, point, if you're social with females, also it helps you kind of forget yeah, no, female. definitely, so, definitely. That's especially, I mean. Even if it's like. there, It I might know, take some time to get to yeah. that, especially if it's been two years. It fills the void, once dude. You, it fills yeah, the once void. you feel you're at that stage, you know, do it, man. Put yourself out there again. Because once you start talking to new girls, I mean, there's just like, you feel like, oh, you and this girl have had, had might have had this special connection. And she liked all these things that you liked. And like, she was like so cool in this way. But then you realize when you talk to new girls and when you, you know, have new relationships that, you know, every girl brings something different to the table and there's cool things about a ton of other girls and you will find someone different. Yep. So you're going to make it, man. Trust me. All right. Let's wrap up quick because my camera battery is dying. This has been right. the Coast to Coast podcast. I am Mike Rosemba. I'm Christopher London. All right. Um, all of our social medias have been popping up on the screen, including our YouTube channel. So if you want, follow those, subscribe to our individual YouTube channels. This podcast is also on YouTube, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Wherever you're listening, subscribe. If you're on and iTunes. And thank you, you know, for listening, guys. We really yeah, appreciate well, it. I was getting there. I was getting there. Uh, but I'm just saying, subscribe, you know, if you're on iTunes to get notifications for that and leave a nice comment if you'd like. If you're on YouTube, subscribe so that you don't miss our videos, especially because our posting has been very inconsistent. And uh, yeah. yeah, though, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, what do you want them to say? If you're still here, make sure you comment down below. Cupcake. Cupcake. There it is. Uh, shout out to KD. All right, guys. Peace.